This city is heartless. A friend of mine, dead, but nobody cared. So I decided to find the killer myself. Hey there and welcome to Media, the podcast for students and teachers where we talk about VCE media and media education in general. My name's Brett Lamb and in this episode we're talking to an awesome VCE media student, Chris Lechnick, whose film Fingerprints was selected for Top Screen 2019. Thank you so much for coming along, Chris. No, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. Now, Top Screen is a showcase of uh, some of the best films produced by VCE Media students last year. Chris's film was selected from over 320 submissions from across the state. Uh, And today we're going to go behind the scenes of Fingerprints to find out a little bit about how Chris made this really awesome film. To start off with, Chris, can you tell us a little bit about what Fingerprints is about? Yeah, so it's a neo-noir sort of detective drama, I suppose, but... It's on a much smaller scale. It's not live action. I filmed it with my fingers as the main characters. (laughs) Yep. So it's basically your fingers walking around uh, a gritty neo-noir city. Yes, exactly. For vengeance. Yes. Yeah. So what I love about this is um, quite often there are uh, films in top screen that are a little bit more epic in scope. And what I love about your film is it's got this epic scope and it was filmed entirely in your house. <laughs> yes, thank um, you. Yeah, so it's it's really nice to see something, uh, such a big concept on such a small scale. Um, so yeah. I really like that. Now, as part of the school assessed tasks, students have to complete a research portfolio. Can you tell us a bit about what was involved in the research that you did for fingerprints? Right, so I researched the general codes and conventions of noir or film noir because I knew that was the genre that I wanted to replicate. Um, So I just looked up the basic codes and conventions to figure out what I could put in my film, what I wanted to put in my film to make it as noir as possible. And then I also looked up the lighting from some of my favorite films, including Watchmen and Only God Forgives, to figure out how lighting is used to create mood and tone and how I could use it. Um, And also Blade Runner 2049, one of my favorite films. I researched the camera work, the production design, the editing, the lighting, so I could basically get inspired and use as much of these techniques as I could in my own film. Um, I'm actually going to put in the show notes a link to Chris's uh, entire design plan for this, um, as well as uh, which includes the research portfolio, and it really is terrific to look at. I love uh, the attention to detail when you were looking at those sort of films. Thank you, yeah. And when I look at your research portfolio, I can really see a connection between that research your experiments, and your final film, which I think yes. is really great. Thanks, yeah. Uh, can I can I go back a little bit? So can you tell us where did the inspiration for fingerprints come from? Well, I came up with the idea on the night before the ideas were due because I had no idea what I wanted to do, whether it be horror or action. I just had no idea. Um, but I knew I wanted to do something with lighting because I'm really interested in lighting and cinematography And I knew that if I did it on a smaller scale, it would be much easier. So I wouldn't have to go out and buy all these lights and figure it out that way. So, and I was much too impatient and not precise enough for stop motion. So I just kind of thought, how can I do this on a tiny scale? And I came up with this. Another thing that students have to do in year 12 media is do some production experiments where they play around with technology and work out how they're going to make this product. Uh, Can you give us a little insight into what you did with your production experiments? So my first production experiment, I just did a little sort of chase scene. I didn't worry too much about the script because I really wanted to focus on camera work 
and lighting and shooting in low light. So I built a little set and just filmed fingers basically chasing each other. Um, and I got some lights and I tried to make it as noir-y as possible. And I really learned that it's quite hard to film in low light and I was quite limited in my camera work. So that was the I, first experiment. Yes. What was the second one? What did you do with that footage that you shot? Right. So, yeah, we had to edit that. Um, I remember editing it really to music and really slowly to try and get that noir sort of feel. And now in year 12, I guess there are students who just do the two production experiments, but you can really do as many as you like. And you actually went back and did a little bit more experimentation. So what was your third production experiment all about? So a few weeks before I actually shot my film, I knew I was going to do green screen in it. So I went back and did a production experiment with a range of shots, some moving, some static, where I did set extensions with green screen because there was no way I could make this huge cityscape with just a few bricks in my room. So I used After Effects and a green screen and I practiced doing that, tracking some effects into it as well, just to get an idea of how to do it and how long it would take me to do these effects. And what I love about your film is that, you know, as the film progresses, there are more and more of these little visual tricks that you do. And one of them is the set extension, so we see the city. And the other thing that I like are the little pull focuses onto the puddles. They still amaze me. (laughs) Thank you. They look really gorgeous. So I think, you know, a lot of the uh, stuff that you needed to do in your film, you worked out during those experiments, right? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. The chase was over sooner than I'd realized. He got away. But he dropped a note, a clue. It was an address. Now, when it comes to pre-production, obviously VCU media students spend, um, you know, months planning their films. Yeah. What was the most important part of the pre-production process for you? I didn't do a lot of this, but the most important thing is is planning everything to a T. Is making sure you know that ev- what everything that everything is going to work out. And what's happening on the day you're shooting because there's nothing worse than getting ready to shoot and realizing that you can't actually pull off this shot or this actor's not here. Or So I think planning everything, making sure you have enough time to do reshoots, making sure everyone's your actors are ready is the most important thing. Now, you say you didn't do a lot of that, but that's the beauty of your idea, right? You yeah. really didn't have to depend on too yes, many other people. Exactly. But I wish I had planned building the sets and the lighting because I remember I was ready for the first day of shooting and I got up I was going to do like three or four scenes that day but all I got done was built a small set and I went out and bought some toy trucks so I (laughs) I had no idea what I was doing. Okay Um, so in terms of a couple of other things that I like about your pre-production your storyboards and your shot list I thought was really detailed was that an important part for you? Um, yes, I focused on my storyboard. That was really helpful. I copied that like a checklist. My shot list was more of just a translation of that. Um, but I really tried to get that as detailed as possible, especially with the shot durations. So I could figure out just how long I need to shoot for and how long my end product would be. Two of the things that I really love about your film, first of all, the lighting, which you've sort of hinted at so far but also the sound. So could you give us a little bit of advice in terms of, um, you know, other students and how they might do lighting and sound in their film? 
Well, in terms of sound, I can't give much advice about the recording of sound on set because I actually did it all in post. But I would say plan ahead with your sound. I downloaded all my sounds in pre-production actually and I figured out what I was going to record in Foley myself and what I was going to download. It takes a long time to do sound. I remember some feedback I got from my rough cut was to just add more sound to make it more realistic because the more sounds you layer, it's it just adds an engagement and a realism that's incredible, but it takes forever. Yeah, so it does. Plan ahead, yeah. Yeah, I, I do love your soundtrack, and I think an effective soundtrack is one that is really layered, and I think yeah. if your audiences can hear something, then they're much more likely to believe it, and, you know, the sound in your re- film really does give those fingers um, a physical presence. You Thank know, you, it yeah. feels like they're running. It feels like they're, you know, kicking each other to death and all of those <laughs> sorts of things. So I love the realism that comes from that. And I think it comes from the sheer number of sounds that you laid in there. Yeah. You know, you've got your ambience and your Foley. Can I ask, which sounds did you record? So I recorded all the Foley, which was difficult to line up all the footprints or the footsteps. Um I did some ambience outside, just outside my house, and some car sounds as well. Um, I think that was about it. Most of it was just got from online on free sound, a lot of copyright-free sound effects, yeah. Yeah, and I guess the um, the attention to detail with your soundtrack is reflected in your credits when you see the hundreds of sounds <laughs> uh, all yeah. properly you know, attributed in your credits there, which is really, really wonderful. Thanks. Another thing, you know, your film is just visually quite stunning. Uh, the lighting is quite incredible. Can you give us a little insight into how you did that lighting? Yeah, so I just, I didn't, there was no budget for this film. So I just got a bunch of torches and little laser pen lights and I would set them up all around my scene. I'd put gels in front of them to get different colors. And I learned that sometimes it's best to keep it simple that one or two lights in front of the camera or behind the camera look a lot better than 10 lights behind. Um, They look a lot more distracting, a bit overbearing. So I found to keep it simple is really helpful. Yeah, um, and I think it helps that you're, you know, creating something on such a small scale. You were able to get away with torches, whereas, you know, a live-action scene would require, you know, great big softboxes or big lamps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is really awesome advice. In terms of post-production... Um, what was involved for you? Post-production also didn't go very smoothly. Um, so well, while I was shooting, I actually took all my footage for that day and put it into Windows Movie Maker just to get a rough, rough cut so I could figure out the pacing and the duration and if I needed to reshoot anything. And then once I've done all my shots, I put it into Premiere. And because I ran Premiere on my school laptop at home, it was pretty slow, so I had to do it in different sections. But I edited it all together and I color graded that and I exported that then put it all together for the sound um, and after effects I used to do the green screen which was interesting because I had to learn how to use that so that took quite a bit of time especially on my slow laptop but yeah it was, it was worth it in the end. One of the really nice things about BCU Media I think is the way that once you've completed your project you show it to some people to get some feedback on that cut Um, So can you uh, tell us a little bit about the feedback you received and how you acted on that? Yeah, the main feedback I got was probably sound design to add to layer many more sounds and also mastering to get the sound levels um, consistent. That took a lot of time. 
I also received um, feedback on the the narrative itself. It was at first it was very hard to follow because I wasn't sure whether or not I'd put the commentary on, but I got advice to do that, and that makes everything a lot clearer. I also got advice on the color grading. It was a bit dark in some shots, and it was very grainy. So I used After Effects and Premiere to color grade that again, fix some of the grain, and yeah, I improved the the film. Neat. Thank you. So finally, um, well, second last question, what was it like seeing your film up on the big screen at top screen? It was crazy because it was like I was in a cinema. It was really dark. Everyone was quiet and they're watching It's on the big screen. But it was also interesting because I hadn't watched my film for a few months. And then when I saw it on the big screen, I thought, wow, this looks great. But then I noticed all the little mistakes. And, oh, that shot's <laughs> yeah. out of focus and that light's not there. And so, yeah, I felt a bit embarrassed hoping people wouldn't notice these mistakes, but I think it... Yeah, and I think people responded well. You know, yeah. they, you know, found it humorous in the parts where they should, you know, and that whole idea of fingers walking around a gritty neo-noir city, <laughs> I think, was accepted pretty well. Yeah. As I returned to the shadows, I felt that maybe... Maybe there's hope for this city yet. If you had uh, one piece of advice for year 12 students sort of undertaking the SAT or working on their major project, what would that be? For your major project, I would say trust yourself is most important. Trust that your ideas will work. I remember one of the reasons I couldn't come come up with an idea in the first place was because I'd think of a great idea, I'd be really happy with it, and a few days later I'd think, oh, no, I I can't do that. That's impossible. I changed my mind and that kept going and going. So once you come up with an idea you like, trust yourself, trust that you can do it and stick with it. That's really good advice. And can you tell us a little bit, what are you up to now, now that you've moved on to uni? Yeah, now I'm going to Swinburne. I'm doing film and TV there. So we're doing cinematography and screenwriting and directing, which is really interesting. And yeah, it's what I want to do. That sounds like a lot of awesome fun. I'm sure you'll be amazing at it. So uh, thank you so much for coming along, Chris. Thanks. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Media. We hope you found a bit of inspiration during our chat with Chris. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to find out more about BCE Media, check out www.lessonbucket.com and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.